Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger, special edition. I got my man Chris G on the line with us. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Like, listen, man, we got to talk about boxing and MMA. I think that we don't really get to talk about it enough on the show. Because yes, you know, yes, yes. You know, we always really talk about it during the end. But I was like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta get the people what they want because people need to hear about what's going on in the world of boxing and what MMA. So, last night, uh, you know, your boy Adrian Broner, uh, he looked like I don't want to say crap. I, I, you know, again, I'm not a boxing guy, so I don't want to overstep. Okay, you can say crap. It would be, uh, would it, be it would suffice. Okay, all right. It would be accurate. He 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 looked. Just continue on it now. <laughs> I'm already it, You know it's just Like I said Watch him He just looks so passive He just looked like I don't know I was like okay Well maybe he'll pick it up Maybe he's trying to save himself But You know The fights that you You know Told me about That he was going to be a part of I will wait and watch And my goodness He's doing the same thing So I understand That he's a counter puncher I get that But You know At what point Do you attack And Just Just I'm just spitballing here Okay I, Again I'm just I'm not an expert, but please let the people know man, what's going on with this guy. I mean, yeah, he is a counterpuncher. That is his um, his natural state. But the thing is, you know, he you know, is. <laughs> I almost had a loss of work. Here's the thing, right? You can be a counterpuncher. Canelo is a counterpuncher, but Canelo is not afraid to counter. Right. That's the thing. It's like he gets like he gets um, gun shy almost, afraid to pull the trigger when he's countering. You could be a counter puncher and still be. Uh, I'm trying to think of like great counter punchers. Bernard Hopkins was a counter puncher. Floyd Mayweather is a counter puncher. Um, but he became a counter puncher kind of later on in his career. But still, counter puncher. Um, Juan Manuel Marquez, counter puncher. You know what I mean? Counter puncher doesn't mean that you don't throw punches and that be. And that's sometimes his biggest problem. Like, he won't throw punches. So so what are you being a counter-puncher for if you're not going to try to effectively throw punches? Mm. So, you know, he he he, he reminds me almost like uh, um, Zab Judah. And the reason I say he reminds me of Zab Judah is obviously they're two totally different style fighters. But the reason he reminds me of him is because, you know, you, you, you look at a guy with a lot of talent and then for some reason, for some reason during big fights or big spots, you know, he just gets, he gets gun shy. And then also the reason he reminds me of Zab Judah is because you go, man, you got all of this talent and like sometimes you go, where, what are you doing with it? I'm watching you in a fight and I know you got a certain skill set. Why aren't you utilizing it? And then the delusion, like I said on the show that we did earlier, the delusions of grandeur, if you're thinking that you won this fight and got robbed. Right. Man, what, fight, what fight was you in to make you think, you were like, oh, man, I, I controlled the fight. No, you didn't. You didn't control the fight. You didn't throw punches. If that's controlling the fight, then, yeah, I guess you did. Right. But you, you, you didn't control the fight. You didn't, you didn't, you know, there was rounds... And then, like I said, this was something that uh, Zab used to do a lot. You know, Zab would come out offensively, look brilliant in one or two rounds, and then just not throw punches. And it, you, you cannot win a boxing match. The only person I know that can win a boxing match not throwing punches is um, Floyd Mayweather, Pernell Whitaker, 
and um uh man man I'm I'm flaking on his name right now old school uh, Willie Pat. Those are the only people I know that could win a fight not throwing punches. And they don't. And and all, with all that being said, they don't go the whole fight without throwing punches. They could just go a round or two and be so defensively marvelous and spectacular and kind of emphasize on how you're missing that you could give them points. Yeah, Adrian Bone is not that. Never been that. And he just, you know, it's it's, it's a waste of talent. And, um, you know, he, he's decided to go more the circus route as far as being a fighter. Oh, uh, you know, I'm just going to be controversial and I'm going to make people not like me. Yeah. So they're going to come see me box. And, you know, Floyd did that. But Floyd won. That's how he kept it going. If you keep, lo- if you keep losing, people are not going to say, oh, I want to tune in because I hate this guy. I want to see him lose. If you always losing, then what's the point? You gotta win. You gotta win to keep that mystique, and then you also you have to taper it down. Floyd used to be a certain way. He used to be a real certain way. As he became more successful, he still was the bad guy, but he tapered it down in a way that it was digestible. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, when he was when he was coming out wearing some borrows and all that stuff and disrespecting Mexicans because he used to do that, he was that way, and then he became more successful. And then he said, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say how much money I got, how much and how better I am than everybody else and go that route. But I'm still going to be respectful. I'm not going to call people. I'm not going to drop the N-bomb in a fucking ring. I'm not going to call Jim Gray a nigga. I'm not going to call Al Bernstein a bitch-ass nigga. I'm not going to be talking about gang-gang in a press conference. Like, you know, let me like the dumb shit. And then, you know, the worst part about it is – is some of the people who like Adrian Broner supporting this mess. Right. Because I've I, I seen it. Because I, I, as soon as he, he had his press conference doing that ignorant dumb shit, I went straight to social media to see the response of people. Yeah, yeah, keep it hood. We keep it a hundred. We keep it a buck. And that's why you are where you are. Yep. You better stop that. Yep. Dave Chappelle got a great documentary. You should watch it. It's called When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what? I think that you hit the nail on the head because that was my thing. I was like, yo, this dude is really trying to sell something. But I'm like, yo, but if you're selling it, it has to be a winning product. Like, you know, like all that gimmick stuff in 2013. Okay, all right, cool. Like you said on a previous podcast, like he was actually talented. You know, he had a lot going for him. But once you start losing to like a lot of top fighters, you're like, all right, AB, like now, like you need to stop and just focus. And I think that, again, being that he's young, because how old is he, like, 26? 29, I believe. Oh, wow, okay. So he, so he, he needed to, need to, need to cut that shit out. Grow up. Um, but I think that in the age of social media, people, like you said, it's a lot of people who find that to be real. You know, like, they see that as, like, oh, yo, he's keeping it real. No. If you can't back it up, then why are you still talking? Exactly. But that's exactly. just the world that we live in. So I think that, again, like, you know, boxing enthusiasts like yourself, uh, guys who like watching boxing like myself, like we're going to start turning him off. And again, I think that you said it before. You said he's probably going to be, you know, if he doesn't stop it, maybe he's going to become one of them journeymen. It's like who's going to have to try to revive his career after, you know, you know, he hits rock bottom um, in the boxing game, you know. But, uh, you know, the, at the rate he's going at disrespecting announcers, you know, he's just disrespecting himself, man. It's like it's it's not funny no more. It's not funny no more. You know? It's not. It's, 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 it's sad. 
Yes. It's sad. It's because it's going to you, you talk about you all about money and you all about billion. And this is the way you're going to conduct yourself with people who control that. Yes. Listen, Jim Gray and Al Bernstein and Showtime and Lou DiPanesto, all of those dudes, why are they going to want to do business with you if this is the way you're going to conduct yourself? Because here's the thing. They can do business with you if you conduct with yourself like this and you were winning. They got no choice. But you're not winning. No. That's, the, that's, what you, that's what he doesn't get. You're not winning. So you can't conduct yourself in this kind of a manner. Listen, Mike Tyson was, you can make a case that Mike Tyson was worse. But the top, the thing with Mike was, Mike was winning. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, Mike could talk about wanting to eat your children and, or, you know, biting people's ears off and all that. He could do that because he was winning. Now, granted, this was obviously he lost the Holyfield joint, but, right, but he was still, he was still technically a winner. He was still a big draw. Adrian is not that. So, you know, that's, that's what you get left with. Tyson could say he won a Tyson could say he want to fight right now and people would go pay to see Tyson fight. Like, Tyson has a legacy that expanded, that still expands to this day, 30-something years. And it's sad because if AB doesn't get his stuff together, because, you know, as you know, boxing has a very small window. And if you don't capture that moment within those, you know, within those years, people forget about you. And I think that what's going to happen is if he doesn't win, like, no one is going to remember him for being a good fighter. That he could become, you know? Like, well, he hasn't done anything to be remembered as a good fighter. Right. He hasn't done anything. So you can't say, oh, I'm going to remember him. You know, we might remember him as a good fighter. He hasn't done anything. He needs to prove that. He needs to have, you know, he needs to have stats and things to back that up to be remembered as a good fighter. Right. So with that being said, is there anything that can help this man? Or is it just pretty much right now done? Um, he's not done, right? Because again, like I said, um, is as, as much of an imbecile as he is, he still has talent, but he, he would have to want to be better. And I don't know if he wants that. I think he thinks he's doing just fine. That's a, that's a big problem, but he would have to want to be better. And I don't know if he's going to do that with the right trainer. Cause I think his trainer is not good for him either. He needs to have somebody work on, how to utilize his skill set in a better way. Mm-hmm. Somebody who could be honest with him. Well, there's, a, there's a ton of trainers I could think that would be great for him. Nassim Richardson would be awesome for him. But the thing with Nassim Richardson is, Nassim Richardson is going to give them to him straight. No chases. No cut on the coat. Nothing. Yo, <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> nothing. He's going to give it to him real. And people, people like Adrian Broner, they don't like it real. They, they they like to talk about how real they are, but they don't like to be uh, uh, condemned in a real way about how their skills are. And Nassim would do that. You know, Nacho Bernstein and people like that. They they could... There's good trainers out there that worked with great counterpunchers that could change his skill up a little bit better because he is athletic. He just needs to... Like I said, as a counterpuncher... You can wait for somebody else to throw so you can start throwing yours. There's nothing wrong with that. But also, he needs somebody that's going to, you know, keep it real with him, make his, you know, make his offense a little bit more efficient. Right. You know what I mean? Um, tighten up his defense a little bit. Sometimes he could – his defense is, is, is good, but it could be much better. He has the skills for his defense to be much better, but he's got to want to do that. And, you know, it's, that's a, it's a big difference between, you know – 
you know, saying that you want to be the best and actually trying to be the best. You know what I mean? So, and just to be honest, I don't know if he wants that. He he claims he does, but I, I can't I can't say for sure that he definitely wants that. Now it's getting, now it's getting freaking crazy. Like now it's just getting stupid. Um, so in the MMA, hold on, I just want to take one minute. I just want to shout out my girl. She up here getting dressed right now, looking real, looking real something, something. I know we PG up here, so I ain't gonna get in too much detail, but you know. Now we ain't PG. Fuck it. You know, shout out, shout out to the love of my life. There we go. Just gonna probably gonna put that on air like that. He trying to get some. She, she, yo, she just said that. She just said that. <laughs> trying to get some. Nice try, well, girl. I am. I'm not lying. I am. So, you know, I'm just setting up. I'm, I'm, I'm sowing the seeds for tonight. See what I'm saying? I'm sowing the seeds. I'm sowing the seeds for tonight. God said, close mouths don't get it. That's right. God said, close mouths don't get fed. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, God, God. So, UFC, man. Um, Ooh, we had one last night. Yeah, man. What's up with that, man? So I, I, I was, I was reading the comments, and they said it's it a controversial stop. I mean, like, dude was getting his brains beating. I mean, you know. But. I mean, no, nah, not really. I mean, listen, he was definitely. Uh, yo, Henry was putting some work on him for Hell sure. Yeah, he was. But, but TJ wasn't like he wasn't out of it. Right. He wasn't out of it. He was. Just, he was getting work. Don't get me wrong. But I've seen worse. Like, much worse. And my thing is, in a championship fight with a dude that's a champion, you don't stop it that quick. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, it wasn't a point It wasn't a point where he looked so wobbly or he wasn't defending himself or he wasn't trying to... Like, he was trying to get out of trouble. And you know, the, when you need to stop it is when they just take in the trouble. And they're going, look, I, I'm done. He was actively... Moving and, and and trying to do things to get out of trouble. That's why people were upset with the stoppers because it's like, yo, fam, he a champ. Give him a chance to, you know, give him a chance to to show that he's he's good. And because he was he was doing things, he was doing things that make you say he's he's hurt. He's for sure hurt, but he's not out of it. Right. Yeah, I, I was like, uh, I was like, they could have let that one go a little bit longer. Uh, but you know, eh. now what what are some UFC events that are coming up that people need to be you know on the lookout for? I think that you need to be on the lookout for you need to be on the lookout for UFC. I think it's two thirty five. That's the one in March. That is one of the most stacked cards I've ever seen for UFC. Now, granted, a lot of it is hinging on John Jones, and we know John Jones can fuck up a fight card. But um, that's one of the more stacked cards I ever see. Now, who's uh, John Jones is going to be fighting a dude named Anthony Smith, who's been he's been on fire as of late. He's been in the UFC for um, he's he's been in mixed martial arts for a while, but as of late, he's just had like a resurgence in his career. Okay. So um, they're going to set that fight up, and then. They're going to bring in Agnew, who's this guy who is going to be his first UFC fight, but he's just, he's world renowned. No, he just wasn't in the UFC. He is a beast, and people can't wait to see him fight. We also got Tyron Woodley on that undercard fighting, which obviously, you know, you're talking about the welterweight champ, and, you know, he's a, obviously a, a great fighter. And then we got um, my girl, Holly Holm, is going to be fighting. On that undercard, and so is uh, 
Corey Garbant and um, Diego Sanchez and um, oh man, somebody I'm, I'm missing something. somebody else that I'm missing. That was oh Anthony Pettis. Mm, okay. I think you clicked off real quick, Chris. Oh no, and Anthony Pettis. There's gonna be some really, really big names on this car. I'm definitely ordering this fight. You know I've been real selective with ordering fights yeah. as of late. But this this card is so stacked. You know, you're gonna be you're gonna be entertained from fight to fight. So I, I'm definitely super excited about this fight card. Well, That's the fight card coming up that people definitely wanna see. Now we also gotta see Especially if John Jones wins this fight, what are they going to do with him in uh, DC? Daniel Cormier, are they going to, you know, have their third match to kind of settle their score? Is John Jones going to move up to heavyweight to fight him, or are they are they going to fight at light heavyweight? Is Brock Lesnar going to come back and challenge DC? Because that was a claim at one point that Brock Lesnar was going to leave WWE to go fight Daniel Cormier for the uh, for the world uh, strap in UFC. You know, we got to we got to see what's happening with that. We got to see if. Would you want to see that fight, Brock and uh, Cormier? Um, yeah, I guess. My, my only problem with that fight is I don't like either one of them. So who, who am I rooting for? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not a fan. I think Brock is highly overrated. Mm. I do think he's a good wrestler. I, I do. I do think he is a very, very good wrestler. Um, but I also think that so he's Cormier. just done. Yeah. So, and so it's, it's Cormier is probably... Not probably. Cormier is a better wrestler, for sure. For sure, he's a better wrestler than Brock. Um, but, you know, even with that being said, it's, you know, I don't know what, um, I don't know if uh, if he can hang with him. Well, again, if you're saying that's going to be a good one, then guess what? I'm taking your word for it. and I, won't be I do. I to watch that. Oh yeah, that's one of the that's one of the ones. I ain't doing no fight party, but obviously you 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 gonna come through. But I ain't doing no fight party. I've been asked that as of late. I'm like, fam, I ain't throwing no fight parties for a while. Yeah. Not to the you know me and you both is uh, we can still say that we newly um new house homeowners, oh, right? Oh yeah. Speaking of real new, uh, my boiler went Friday night, so you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, my. Not to not to switch subjects to homeowner stuff, but my furnace was on the first like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I had to go, um, I had to go on YouTube and figure out how to fix the furnace. I'm like, yo, see, we just got this shit maintenance. I'm not about to pay a whole bunch of money for this furnace to get right. Yeah. And uh, you know, God bless YouTube. Yes, God bless it because yeah. it, it it ran me down step by step. I'm like, oh man, I'm a might as well become a furnace guy now. There you go. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know the tricks. Well, uh, <laughs> me. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, you know that, no doubt. So uh, yeah, so as far as Brock and, and DC, I guess you know, we'll see. But like I said, the the March card is going to be good. You know, we never really kind of got in depth about Amanda Nunez and Chris Cyborg. Oh, please do it right now, please. In that fight, which was obviously just the it was the coronation of the queen of MMA. That's what that fight was. Okay. It was the coronation of Amanda Nunez being literally no chasers, the baddest women's MMA fighter ever, mm-hmm. ever. And it ain't debate. It ain't a debate. You know what I mean? She, you're talking about, she blew out Ronda Rousey in 40 seconds. She blew out Chris Cyborg, who obviously is a friend of the show. 
and who um, has just been one of the most feared women in mixed martial arts for a long time, and she starched her in less than a minute. Starched her. And I never thought, and I mean never thought, there was a woman in MMA that could starch Chris Cyborg, and she starched her. So, you know, I got to give her, um, I got to give her so much credit for that. That was just, that was just a, a superb exhibition of talent from men in New Year to let everybody know, man. She is, as far as like punching power, she is Deontay Wilder of, of <laughs> women's MMA. It ain't no joke, man. Wow. She, when she let the men go, man, it, it, just get out the way, man. Just get out the way. So, you know, um, so now it's going to be, we're going to have to see who they can put against her that can make a competitive fight. I mean, she had two competitive fights with uh, Valentino Shevchenko, but now uh, Valentina is the champ at a lower division. So I don't know if they're going to fight each other. That's going to be very, very interesting there. Right, so they're gonna they're gonna have to find who who they could put against her, and then what's gonna happen is we're gonna have to see. Um, hold on one second. We're gonna have to see who um, who's gonna fight her. Now, my take is it needs to be Holly Holm. Holly Holm. It needs to be Holly Holm for uh, a few reasons, and not just because she's my favorite fighter. It needs to be Holly Holmes because Holly Holmes is the last woman right now that can, that can make a claim to be one of the best around. She's the last woman. Um, obviously, um, Holly Holmes got the W over um, Ronda Rousey, and um, she's just been a consummate professional and legitimate you know, uh, fighter in the UFC since she's been in there. So, and she's a boxer. So, you know, her matched up against Amanda Nunez could be, you know, I don't know if Amanda has ever went against a boxer with as much high-level skill as Holly Holmes. Now, Holly Holmes doesn't have the power that, like, a cyborg has, or she doesn't have the power of, I don't know, anybody that I can really think of. She doesn't really hit particularly hard, but she is a, a really, really good boxer. And, um, mm-hmm. We we need to see what's going to happen with that. But other than that, I can't think of a person where I go, oh, okay, this person against um, Amanda Nunez is going to be good. I can't think of a person. Well, man, like I said, whatever you say goes. And so what I do is I usually go to YouTube and like, God dang. You know what I mean? Like, this this, this stuff is just dope, man. And and then I was also like, you know, I, you know, shout out to Joe Rogan. I, I love the Joe Rogan show. And, I was listening to him. Yeah, Joe Rogan got it going. That was a good interview. Yeah, yeah, he definitely was. I mean, Mike Tyson laughed. It was that. Shit, it was yeah, his laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yo, yeah, you know what's so what's so funny about his laugh is he's kind of always had that laugh. I know. And it's just like the thing is, yo, he could laugh like that, and he, back in the day, he would kill you. Yes, he would. Like, he, you know, like, he would kill you. He still might. But that was, that's what made his laugh or makes his laugh so funny. It's like, yo, it's a funny laugh to hear from a dude who's probably a certified killer. Yes. There's no problem. He is. I'm sure he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no problem. I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, yeah. But, hey. So, you know, 
it, that's and I'll tell you. I, I I can't I can't wait I can't wait for um you know the next couple months because you know we got uh you know we got um Errol Spence versus Mikey Garcia coming up yeah, in March which is going to be a great fight you know we got Amir Khan versus uh uh Terrence Crawford hmm. coming up we got uh Tank Davis versus Abner Morris and I know it's, it's a lot of boxing fans who think um. There's a lot of boxing fans that think that that fight is just a name fight and that Tank is just going to destroy Abner Mars. But I always say, listen, I, as talented as Tank is, and he is very, very talented, and, you know, he, he checks off all the boxes against Abner Mars. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster, he is harder. He's probably technically the better boxer. All, all of those things are true. All of those things are true. But, but there's something about when you fight prime time for the first time. This is going to be the biggest fight Tank has ever had. The, all the lights are going to be on him for this fight. He ain't fighting on an undercard. And he's fighting a guy that's been in the primetime spot. Right. You know what I mean? So we're going to see, man. We're going to see. And I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to be thrilled to, to find out what happens with, with, with Tank and Abner Morris. Um, oh, we got the announcement this week of uh, Canelo versus Danny Jacobs for May 4th. Okay. Right. So as much as I'm always bashing Canelo, and you know this to be true. As much as I'm always bashing, the thing about this fight is I, I can't make a complaint. This is going to be a guy that he's fighting that is bigger than him, stronger than him, in his prime, young, and strong, which is like he kind of stays away from that. Yeah, I still would make the argument that I thought Triple G won the first fight and then the second fight should have been a draw. Okay. But he waited a long time to fight Triple G. He waited to get some of that sting off of Triple G before he got into the ring with him. Um, Danny Jacobs, Danny got all his sting. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Danny Jacobs got all his sting. Now, listen, I would still favor Canelo in the fight only because there's a little bit of a question mark on Danny Jacobs' chin. Just a little bit. He's just been buzzed by people who don't necessarily, or aren't necessarily known for hitting that hard. And we all know that Canelo hit hard. So, you know, um, but, you know, that that was a while ago, but that's still a question mark in my head. But boy, I tell you, I'm going to be rooting real hard for Danny Jacobs. Oh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you will. I'm pretty sure you will, man. But, uh, yeah, so we got we got a lot of fights coming up, but whether you know, be it the UFC or boxing itself, and, and you know, I always go to you, man. Like, hey, Chris, what's going on? And, and you and you always give it to us straight, no chasing, man. No chasing. That's what I try to do. Oh, look at as that. you can hear, I got the um, as you can hear throughout this um, taping, I got the twins being twins. Basically, they know I'm doing something, so they want to be. Of course. All right up on me in in the mix because they know I'm doing something and um, mm-hmm. you know they want in. Yes, they do. And that's the life that we live. Yes, yes, it is. That's the life that we live. So, so and you know we love. Yes, like we we wouldn't trade it. You know, uh, for nothing in the world on most things. Uh, <laughs> in most cases. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now nah, you know what? Like I said, I appreciate you, man, because I just wanted to put something out so people can hear how exclusive you are and I definitely want to try to do this on like a weekly basis 
So, you know, we can start getting some perspective from you because we have a lot of people who, you know, love to hear you talk. And, you know, on the show, True. we do it towards the end, but, I'm, I, but I really wanted to make it where it can be more of a vocal point, you know, at the beginning. So. Yeah, I think, um, you know, in the future, um, you know, weeks to come that we could put out, um, you know, especially if the, the fans and the people want to hear it, especially once we get back in studio, you know, obviously today with the snow and yeah. everything like that. But, um, you know, like a weekly a weekly boxing thing where, you know, we get some questions, we, we talk about some, you know, upcoming events, we get some people to make some comments and, yeah. You know, we really, really dive in because, you know, as I always say, man, um, boxing, man, just doesn't get enough love. It just doesn't. It just doesn't get enough love. And, uh, you know, we could, you know, I know definitely Randell could get in on this conversation when it comes to UFC and, and start hitting up some of this stuff and, you know, um, you know, get the people, get the people what they want, yes. get the people what they need. Yeah. Yes. That's the big thing. You got to get people what they, what they definitely need, man. So, but again, man, I appreciate everybody that's tuned in and that listen, man. You know, I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And, uh, oh, yeah. hold on. With, with Kim and Dylan yes. right on the side. <laughs> As they're playing with their toothbrushes right now. That's that vibrating sound that you probably hear yeah, yeah, in the I'm background. Like, like somebody brushing the hell out of them teeth. Yeah, no, they're not even brushing their teeth. They just have them. And they're just... You know, I can't take them away right now, or they're just gonna be screaming like crazy. So, but I will as soon as we finish. Definitely, man. But I, everybody, appreciate y'all for tuning in, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.